What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I am your host, Julian, and today, Mondi joins me on the pod again to give us more movie news and updates, um, a.k.a. what you think about that. So, uh, on today's show, guys, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, unfortunately, as soon as we finished recording the pod, it was announced that they had just cast uh, Paul. God, I should really go. I should really know this guy's name. Paul somebody to play the Riddler. Um, I've never heard of him, but uh, hopefully he does great. So, uh, yeah. But we do talk about the Batman. We talk about how Jonah Hill thinks that he deserves X amount of dollars. Um, we also talk about the new casting in the Batman as far as who's going to play Catwoman. And uh, we're going to get into so many topics today, guys. The uh, episode is going to be really great, really informative. Uh, coming for you guys to listen. So if you are new to the pod, can you please hit that subscribe button for me? That'll really help me with the downloads. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a five-star review. That'll also really help the pod grow. And uh, that's enough of the talking and the plugs, guys. Let's go ahead and get to the episode. Mandala. Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. We got another edition of movie yeah. news and reviews. What you think about that? Movie news and updates. Movie news and updates. Yeah. What you think about that? No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't call it that anymore. Oh, sorry. All right, uh, man. It's your show, man. Let's let's get into some news. I know we got a lot of topics to get yes, into. Sir, we do. Um, right. So let's do this. You ready? Let's get started. All right, cool. Um, okay, so Todd Phillips, director of The Joker. Or Joker yep. says that Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker would never go up against a grown-up Batman if they were to do a sequel. Um, yeah, so how do you <laughs> feel about that? I mean, okay, I guess. I mean, but like that's as a fan of Joker, do you want him to inter- interact with Batman in some like? I mean, of course I do. Okay, but like if that's not Todd Phillips's vision and he doesn't have any plans for it, he doesn't mm-hmm. think it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to disagree with that. But I like, mean, if, if he can't tell a compelling story, then I don't want it to happen. So. Yeah. I mean, I, that's that, that. That's what I'm getting from that. Like, he doesn't think that there's a story that hasn't been told, which is fine. Like, I disagree with that point of view, but if that's how he feels. Then whatever. Okay, I was more so getting that he just wanted it to focus on Joker. He didn't want it to yeah. become a Batman movie. Sure. Okay. I mean, th- there's something to that. Yeah. But like I said, like I, I just disagree with that. Okay. I mean, if that's how he feels, okay. So as a fan, you would want to see him go up against Batman. No, I absolutely would. Okay. But like I I'm I'm guessing his point of view is like you said, like he just cares about Joker mm-hmm. and that's that's what he wants to focus on. So that's fine. Yeah, and um, you know, speaking of Joker, he also he also kinda like suggested that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is isn't the real Joker, but he could possibly right. be like an inspiration for like the real Joker. Yeah, that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the case then why did I sit through that entire movie with the title Joker? Mm-hmm. Um you know, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of fan theories about that film, like about like how much that did he imagine, how much actually happened, and shit like that. So, yeah. I I don't I don't want to get into that because to me, like that kind of ruins the film for me. Yeah. Because like you can't have one without the other, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So like Joker isn't nearly as interesting. I mean, if he doesn't have ties to Batman, which yeah. I mean, which is why they had the Thomas Wayne. Martha Martha Wayne, Bruce Wayne, like they they had those those characters in, in this film, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Have you heard the fridge theory? The what? The fridge theory. Fridge? Yeah. No, I haven't. Okay, so you just, it's kind of a spoiler for everybody who hasn't seen Joker, so you might want to just like... Man, it's uh, been like two, three weeks. Cut for it, whatever. Yeah, you're right. So um, you remember in the movie when he kind of crawls into the fridge? Yeah. So the theory is that when he crawled into that fridge, he died. You know, like fridges back then couldn't... You couldn't open them from the inside. Okay. So, so like he, he got stuck in the fridge and died? So the rest of the movie <laughs> after that is kind of like a... If you notice, it's kind of like 
fantastical the way it happens. Everything happens kind of like the way he would want it to happen. So sure. it's like a almost like a lucid dream. Like, like like you know how you die before you die. You have like those visions of what your life supposedly could have yeah. been or should have been. That, that's the theory that he died in the fridge and that the rest of the movie is just. Uh, yeah, but like know. I said, like to me, it's kind of cool that, just to think of. That's not cool at all. Oh. Like to me, like all that, all that. Oh, like <laughs> shot it didn't me really, down. No, no. I mean, yeah. like I'm saying, like yeah. in, in my opinion, yeah. all that, like it didn't really happen. Shit, I'm yeah. not, I'm not for that. Okay, because like to me, it kind of takes away some of the essence of the film. Like, sure. Why did I sense. say through something that wasn't like that didn't happen? Like I don't. I'm already watching a movie. Like I don't. I don't want to see something that didn't happen in something that's not real. Like it's just that's fucking stupid to me. Then that's you, like you would hate Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two. All right, which I, oh no no no, <laughs> yeah. but that, that, that was only a scene. I know, I know. I mean, and that was in the book, so it's fine. Okay. Um. Also, on more Joker news, Jared Leto felt alienated and upset <laughs> when Warner Brothers decided to move on ahead with a solo Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix and not him. Woo. Okay. Um. I mean, so, is this a natural reaction, or is he overdoing it? Of course, it, it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It one hundred percent is, but yeah. it, it's funny either way. Why is it funny? Because <laughs> like Jared Little, who the fuck do you think you are? Joker. Like, he thinks he's Joker. What are you talking about? That's who he thinks. Clearly, he is. he's not. I mean, nobody likes Suicide Squad besides me and you, apparently. And I don't, did you even like it? I, I said, can't remember. I said the first half of the movie was good. Okay, and then the second act. But yeah, I mean, like for 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 myself, entertaining. I'm sorry, not good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It's like Suicide Squad, but like. I honestly thought that the best parts of the movie were when he was in it. Mm-hmm. He was in this Joker, but like that doesn't mean that he was like fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I well, mean, he had very little to do with Suicide Squad, though. Right? You know, so like, I, and but like you said, like I think it's a very natural reaction for him to feel like, oh, like they're just moving on without me. Like, yeah. of, of course they are. Like mm-hmm. the, the movie didn't do well. I mean, what, what do you expect them to do? I think it did do well, actually, box office wise. I don't think so. I think it did. I, it just didn't do good critically. Um, moving on, Robert Downey Jr. Tells Disney because you know his role in Endgame is Iron Man. People wanted to see him win the Best Actor category. In, yeah, uh, which we spoke about. Yeah, yeah and he kind of told Disney, "Stop campaigning for me to be Best Actor. I don't want it." Like, yeah, which is I think very mature of him. He understands that that role is not really. I don't know. I think he understands that that role isn't deserving of it. I mean, actor, or maybe he just doesn't want all that. Like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's that's not really what I took from it. Okay, what I you mean, take from it? yeah, I mean, like for for me. Because uh, like I, I think I said this when we spoke about it last time, but like awards aren't everything. Like some some people just don't care about the materialistic prize. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I guess it's cool to be recognized, but like maybe he just literally like, he just doesn't care. Like he's like, don't don't waste your time doing this mm-hmm. because it's a superhero movie and they're not going to vote me in anyway. So like, what's the point in wasting everybody's time? Um, that's that's kind of how I how I felt. I, I don't okay. I don't know I don't know if he if he felt like my performance wasn't great enough to warrant this award. Yeah, but yeah. And speaking of Robert Downey Jr., uh, this man uh, said bye to Iron Man and picked up Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You seen the trailer? I for did. It? I saw the trailer. Very different uh, from Eddie Murphy at Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, but uh, apparently th- this is like you know, uh, like a closer to the um, actual adaptation. To, ad- of adaptation. The book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know th- that's interesting, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna see the movie opening night, but really? you know, opening night. I mean, I might catch uh, it, but I don't know about opening night. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably see it. Um, Only because of RDJ. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm a fan for life now. Okay. Like you, you, you don't just get 11 years of my life. I mean, like I'm just gonna throw you away. Like he's talking like a weird accent in the trailer. Yeah, he is. Uh, but that, that's fine. <laughs> Iron Man to Doctor Doolittle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, uh, you know what's crazy? If that if if that movie does well, it's gonna have like 10 sequels. It's coming out in January. So those movies that typically come out in January, February are movies that studios think aren't going to do too well. But it's, like you said, it's Robert Downey Jr. Who knows? He could, yeah. He could, um, you know, rake in a lot. Um, there's a female-centered John Wick spinoff movie titled Ballerina. 
in the works <laughs> with Keanu Reeves t- to help produce. Um, it's unsure if John Wick will be in the film. Um, we kind of already knew kind of about like the shadow of this, but it's kind of here now. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, th- this is something that they kind of talked about in John Wick 3, like mm-hmm. the whole ballerina aspect of it and that entire like separate organization. I have no interest in saying this, but maybe once I see something from it, I'll be more interested in it. Like mm. as a as just a synopsis, like that doesn't sound interesting to me. Uh, but maybe you know, maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong when I actually see something from it. Like when yeah. I see a trailer or when they start announcing some cast members or something. But yeah, as of right now, I have no interest in this. Yeah, and I don't want to sound toxic, but um, Uh-oh. everything. Uh oh, no, <laughs> no listen, listen, listen. Everything doesn't have to have a female-centered adaptation of it. You can just make, like, same thing how I feel about, like, the black superheroes who are becoming these, like, the, or the black actors who are becoming these white, like, typically white roles. Yeah. Like, we don't need to have a black Superman or a black Batman. We could just make our own cool black characters. Oh, wow. Wow. That's yeah. an idea, Monty. Holy fuck. Similar to the fact that I think we don't need female-centered franchises that we already have already been established. You can just make cool Original female wow. content. Whoa, what the fuck? What? That's, what? Just my, that's just my opinion. Wow, okay. How dare you consider <laughs> that they make something new and original? Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Tyler Perry Studio. Oh, boy. So, I'm on record saying this guy is a, <laughs> a farce. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think he, no, I think he's talented, to be honest, but lately, I think he, he just knows that he has a target fan base who are going to they're gonna eat up whatever he puts out. Yeah. Stands. So he, he's been putting yeah. out bullshit pretty much for like the past five, ten years. Yeah. No, five, eight years. Because he knows that people are going to just consume it, and I don't like that aspect of it. But as a black man, I have to I have to congratulate him. I'm like torn between between like he makes bullshit lately, but the fact that he has his own studio bigger than the Disney lot, Hollywood lot, um, the fucking lot Universal all combined. Yeah, and it's in the state of Georgia, and it's black owned, and he's you know taking initiative and making his, and people are going to come and rent that studio for like he's going to make that shit back in like and just the in no the, time the, the history of that yeah. studio and what it used to be yeah a confederate base like, yeah now absolutely he, like i'm i commend that yeah but um i'm still not a fan of his art as of lately <laughs> but uh i'm just torn i'm I'm super glad that he's able to pull this off have you seen the video of it yeah this oh yeah this thing is acres like yeah man it's huge. it's uh it, it's uh it's like a moment in time yeah it's crazy uh, this is this is going to open the door for so many Black, I mean, like hairdressers, makeup artists, uh, actors, set members, crew members, sound guys, like all of those jobs that I, I, I don't want to say that are taken up by other people, but like this is going to open the door for them to yeah. be established, have credit, so they can go on and do other things if they so choose to. But yeah, yeah I mean, this this is history. Like this yeah. is awesome for Tyler Perry. Um, you know, like you said, like you know the Tyler Perry, the actor, I don't know, but like you mean director. Or the screen, actor, screenwriter. Oh, sure, he's well, an actor that, too, I guess a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like the like Tyler Perry, the man, like yeah. what what he's done. This is this is this is spectacular. So yeah, yeah. it is. This dude has a replica White House. Like that's crazy. <laughs> um, and like I said, many studios are gonna like try to rent this thing out for like yeah. you know their own properties. Like like most studios have like houses that you can just you know like you know move a wall or a window. Right, right, right. This dude has actual houses. Like this is actual property that he owns from the state of Georgia. Like. These are actual buildings that you can film in, which is crazy. Awesome. Um, yeah, so congrats to Tyler Perry. Um, please make better content moving forward. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he may because they're doing the BET. Uh, Plus. Yeah, there you go. The, uh, well, yeah, his service. new show, The Oval, is coming to like a White House drama. Oh, okay. Um, You know, whatever. So then you already did it on ABC hmm? with, uh, damn, Kerry Washington? 
Does no, she have a show that, like that? That scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah th- th- these White House kind of dramas are kind of popular now. So. Oh, okay. You know. Is that, is that the wave? All right. Let's I do it. I guess so. Um, moving on. This is more sort of a factoid. Oh, uh, you know Jason Weaver, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From ATL. Yeah. Teddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Smart guy, the older brother. Yep. Um, who voiced young Simba. In Lion King, yes. Yeah. His mother made him turn down $2 million for that role of Lion King. The singing role. He had the singing role, not the- um, Back in 94. Yeah. I think Matthew Broderick was the voice role. And in favor, so he turned down, his mother made him turn down $2 million in favor of $100,000 in royalties. Mm-hmm. And he he was on an interview saying like, you know, at first I was like, you know, as a kid, he kind of didn't understand what was going on, but now he's still making money off this. To thing. this day. To this day. Yeah. He probably surpassed $2 million. <laughs> Long time ago. What a, what a financial intelligent, what a financially intelligent thing for his mother to do at that time. Yeah. How, how do you feel about this? Yeah. I mean, just like you, like, as, especially in the nineties, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know his, his home situation, but. <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of families, or I mean, a, a lot of black kids come from broken homes. So, mm-hmm. you know, like for 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 her to have that foresight even in the '90s is is awesome. Yeah. And like you said, like Lion King is one of the most successful films of all time. Yeah. Uh. So it's like seventh. <laughs> well, the the, the, the newer office. one yeah, is yeah, newer but like yeah. e- even the original yeah. was. I mean, it's so successful. Yeah. So to turn down a two a two million dollar cash in your hand now, yeah, for royalties for the rest of your life, like holy crap, yeah, yeah that was very smart yeah. of his mother. Yeah, generational wealth. That's how yeah. you. That's how you start it. Congrats, Miss Weaver, and yeah, he's still getting paid to this day. Um, moving on. Have you seen the uh, Deathstroke animated series trailer? No, I didn't know there was such a thing. Okay, it's, is it on the DC Universe app? app or I'm something? not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but I saw the trailer for it. It's called Deathstroke Knights and Demons. Okay, and it's like super bloody. It's like a, it's like a really like a um unique kind of like animation style i've like literally never heard of this yeah what? so I'll, I'll just kind of kind of get your thoughts on it but you haven't seen it though i mean okay yeah. so w- what are your thoughts on it um it looks <laughs> i don't know it looks kind of the animation kind of like looks kind of like 2005 ish oh really if that makes sense i don't know it's hard to explain but um if it's good i mean if i hear things about it i'll definitely check it out but i'm not rushing to check it out it's like a bloody type uh, of it's coming to the cw cw wow yeah so in the trailer he's like chopping off people's heads and like you know it's just blood splattering everywhere yeah. Very hyper violent. I was just trying to see if you uh, had any thoughts on it. Cause I know you're a big DC fan. I am. Uh, I'm looking at some of the animation now. Uh, it, it looks fine. It's kind of blocky. I don't know. I, I, I thought we were kind of like evolved past that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, everybody has different animation styles. Yeah, it, it, but it's uh, just trying to like set itself apart, I guess. Oh, this is going on the CW seed. Okay, is that like a streaming service? Uh, sort of, kind of. It's it's not necessarily a streaming service that you have to like pay for and all that uh-huh. but um it's 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 kind of where the cw does like their smaller storylines their comic book adaptation storylines mm-hmm. that tie into the cw shows mm-hmm. um so like they did one for vixen uh like in oh yeah i remember that the cartoon yeah, yeah. it's like the same deal okay like yeah interesting all right um moving on brie larson scarlett johansson elizabeth olsen they've all stated that you know they all have expressed to kevin feige Yep, that they would like a uh, female centric movie in the MCU. Yeah, now uh, this, this is to me this is different than what I stated earlier about the female centric John Wick thing because this, they're already established characters in the universe. Like, you know, go for it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But my only concern with this is just make sure the story makes sense. Like, why would there not be any men in the movie? Like, if there's a, <laughs> if there's a planetary threat or anything, why wouldn't the men like just make sure this, the plot that you choose to have all females makes sense? And I'm I'm here for it. How about you? What do you think? Uh yeah, I'm, I'm of a similar mindset. I'll mm-hmm. be honest when 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 I heard it, uh, I like I first rolled my eyes <laughs> because like um you know yeah 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 you know as I'm as we're as we're doing these pods like I'm learning that I'm a lot more toxic than I thought I was. 
um but yeah like when when, when I, I first heard it i was just like what the fuck like i don't i have no like what yeah um and then you know as as i started thinking about it i was like just like you i was like okay like if it makes sense yeah like i'm interested i'm, I'm invested in these characters mm-hmm. like hopefully hopefully it can be set in a time where black widow can be a part of it but if not obviously she died so i understand but yeah. um yeah like like gamora wanda um Captain Pepper. Marvel. Yeah, like yeah, Wasp. like I'm I'm here for this. Like yeah. like let, let's do it. But just like you said, like it, it it can't be like it can't be somebody coming to attack the planet and just like you know Thor the Guardians and everybody yeah. else is just like yeah sorry you know we're eating like what like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah make sure like why they're why they're all women fighting yeah but like maybe they could be teleported to some distant planet and like that can be the plot and I, even I that's kind of cheap to me in my opinion I mean of course it is but like it has to make sense yeah it does like they like it, it can't it can't just be some watch gonna be it's gonna be some villain who like his power like he just like all the he, men yeah, yeah he, he all the men like teleport just, all the men away all the yeah. men just gone yeah. like, the women are left mm-hmm. it's up to us ladies <laughs> we're so toxic uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. gonna be their opening night <laughs> toxic era podcast um wow <laughs> like that's a good name i like yeah. that too damn mm-hmm. name change coming soon <laughs> rebrand 50 50 monty <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of women, that no, was a terrible segue. Never mind. Wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, Jesus, has a quote about Marvel movies. She says, "The film industry is diminishing. It's just big Marvel movies." <laughs> yeah, man. This and she's she's not the only one that feels this way. Yeah, but okay. But try uh, to try to look at this objectively, like from a. You know, I'm, from I'm trying. Okay, um, not as a Marvel fan but that's what i am like i that's what i said try to look at it objectively uh okay i mean let's let's take uh let's let, let's let's go back 10 years to where there was nothing but uh you know harry potter and twilight in the theaters so you're like, talking about like young um what's, what's the word young adult novel? heartthrobs teenage heartthrobs like on the screen yeah, where like okay. you know it's just like teenage girls going to see the films mm-hmm. like and me uh but you know yeah. I, <laughs> no, <me> too. <laughs> but you know um i never i never had any hate for those kind of films like i wasn't like you know get those films the fuck out of here like it's mm-hmm. ruining everything yeah uh so like to me that that's kind of that's kind of like a, a that's like a loaded statement mm-hmm. um you know uh i mean of course i'm not trying to attack jennifer anderson and what yeah. she's done like obviously she's a renowned actress but that doesn't mean that she can't have a wrong opinion mm-hmm. and that's what i think this is this is okay. just a wrong opinion okay so i have to disagree with you so I'm on record, you know, I'm a huge Marvel, DC, comic book fan, whatever. And I'm just trying to look at it objectively. So let's say there was a renaissance in gangster movies. I'm not the biggest fan of those kind of movies. Sure. And they were every other month, there's a gangster movie coming out. Sure. I'd probably maybe look at it the same. If I'm a working actor and I'm like, man, I just don't want to be a part of these gangster movies. I kind of want to do, you know, superhero movies or horror movies or whatever. I kind of look at it the same way. Like, I see where she's coming from. But as a Marvel fan, I appreciate the culture. I mean, the the renaissance that we're in right now. Superhero sure. Movies. I like it. So just coming from her perspective of maybe her not being invested as I am or you are, yeah, I see where she's coming from. To be honest, I really do. Mm-hmm. There is an influx in, like every year, it's like at least six comic book movies that are coming out. Yeah, and they they dominate the market when they're out the number one box office when it hit the you know hit the scene. So I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, um, but like and and I uh, and there there's something to that. Yeah, I mean if 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 what she says is hey, these movies fucking suck. Yeah, she, like, like, like that's, that's different. totally different. Yeah, that's it's different. totally different. All she's saying is that, you know, <laughs> there, the there's so many of them. Yeah. So, like, what am I going to do because I don't want to do these? Okay. Yeah. You're going to not work. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Come for your neck. No. <laughs> training Day prequel in the works. Denzel is not involved. 
Um, who do they think they are? <laughs> like, what? I, lo- I love who says this. <laughs> like, what? Who the fuck do they think they are? I mean, come on, bro. Why are they even... Th- this is supposed to be a, a series, isn't it? Uh, is it? I-, I heard just a one-off, a prequel. Okay. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, this is... I have no interest in this. Uh, I'm not going to see this. Watch them cast Michael B. Jordan as a young as a... Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know it's inevitable. <sighs> Hollywood people act like there's only... Three black dudes at a time. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's one of them. Will Smith and Denzel. No, your your uh, your boy from uh, Aquaman. He's getting a lot of roles too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I swear, if he didn't have, if he didn't have muscles, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't land a single fucking role. You understand me, bro? He he did like one okay job, and you're just like he's trash. But okay. Anyway, he was the Power Rangers <laughs> villain in that movie. Wow. Um, moving on, even down to the costume. Will Smith is developing a Fresh print spinoff. Um, as of right now, we have few details. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? I need more details because mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm. At least the he's guy. involved, though. At least he's involved. I don't yeah. care. Okay. Like it's it's over. <laughs> it's over. Like you know, um, Uncle Phil's gone. Uh, everybody's older. Like, what are they gonna like? Is is, is it gonna is Will gonna be the new Uncle Phil and Possibly. he's gonna have Jaden as the? Uh... <laughs> I need to see more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it's the Fresh Prince. I love the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's it's another of those things, man. Like, you know, Girl Meets World and Raven's Home. Like, let's let's just let it die. Like, it, it's okay. But uh, speaking uh, of Raven's Home, it just got renewed for a fourth season. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch it. So it doesn't I sure you, don't. So. Yeah, Th- does she have? Did you watch it? Did no. You, oh, okay. I was about to say, does she still have her powers? But yeah, yeah. I think like they, like the whole plot is like they got passed down to her daughter now. Or something oh, like okay. That's pretty cool. So she still, still has them. They both have never going to see it, but yeah, all right. Um, the DC show Titans is letting fans pick the fate of Jason Todd. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Jason Todd has a famous storyline, story arc in the comics where the Joker kills him, which and, uh, was also picked by fans. Which is yeah. which is which is why I asked you to put this on a list. This like this literally happened fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. Like. My granddad tells me this story literally every time I see him. Like you know, you know, OP would just take the same yeah. thing over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like. You know, like he he knows I love superheroes and stuff. So he's like, you know, back in my day, you know, they they put out an ad in the newspaper, and it was like, <laughs> I was like, 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 yeah, you told me this story so many times, but yeah, yeah. So um, interesting. You know, they're doing it again. Uh, Most fans are choosing for him to die. By the of way, of course they are. Yeah, I mean, why Jason Todd? Like that that Red I mean, Hood. Mm-hmm. But but exactly. Like at, at this point, like that's that's his arc. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah, at this point, it's he just like, has to die. It's kind of like just like lore now. Like. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is kind of like an unfair thing. Like yeah. of, of course, it's going to be an overwhelming. Like he has to die. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but it's just interesting. I thought. Yeah. And speaking of DC's Titans, uh, there's rumor. Well, is it rumors or is it confirmed that they're going to they're going to be in Crisis on Infinite Earths, the CW crossover? Um, I don't know if it's rumored or confirmed. Okay. But I saw that, and I'm just like, yo, they are trying to go crazy yeah. with yeah, this. Trying to be like, like the event of the year. Yeah. Uh, which I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. Somebody say. So, I know you mentioned that you're going to watch all the other shows to catch up. Are you going to watch Titans now too? Uh. <laughs> he ain't going that far. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, you, you just sparked something in my head. So, Michael Rosenbaum, bitch. Uh, so, yeah, my, Michael Rosenbaum plays Lex Luthor. Um, you know, he he put out a statement saying that he wasn't going to be a part of the uh, Chrysler Infinite Earth thing as Lex Luthor because essentially, you know, they, they called him last minute. They were like, hey, we can't give you any details. Can you be here tomorrow? And he was like, no. Like, like what? Like, like, what? Like, no. Yeah. Who do y'all think y'all are? So. CW, bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Yeah. Mike Rosenbaum is known for being a prankster, a jokester. Like, uh, 
this this is obviously a ruse. Like he's absolutely one thousand percent going to be in it, and I'm calling this shit right oh, now. Oh, you, oh, you just like speculating? No, I'm. This is fact. So okay. I, I've done my own research. So, Uh-oh. so no. <laughs> All right. So I, I had one of those sessions on YouTube where you're just going through clips, through clips, through clips, through clips, and you're just going down that rabbit hole of YouTube, and mm-hmm. you know, um, from every from every panel. Uh, so like, I'm sorry. I had to go back a little bit. So about two years ago, him, Tom Welling, Kristen Krug, uh, who are actually uh, Clark and Lana in Smallville, they started doing panels again. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they like never did them like when the show was popular because back then you just didn't do that stuff. Like yeah. now, like cons and comic cons and all that stuff is like so much more prevalent. Um, so like they, they're doing them now. Like, of course, it's like a huge thing. because Everybody loves Smallville. So, I mean, <laughs> they were getting asked from day one, like in 2017, like, hey, you know, would you guys ever think about being a part of like the whole Arrowverse thing? Because like they've been doing crossover episodes for like five or six years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they've always tried to duck and dodge the questions. And, you know, they're always like, I don't know, you know, no, probably not. Um, especially Tom Welling. Mm-hmm. But t- Tom Welling has said on numerous occasions that if he did it, he's only going to do it if this guy's involved. Point, point to Rosenbaum. So there's no way that Tom Melling is going to accept that deal unless mm-hmm. he knows something that we don't. So, you know, I mean, unless they threw him $10 million, which they didn't even throw Jonah Hill that. <laughs> mm-hmm, Segway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Rosebaum <clears throat> will be in the crossover. Don't be surprised. Okay. So I'm actually going to get to the Jonah Hill thing later. Um, okay. Sesame Street introducing a new character named Carly. I never watched Sesame Street. Okay. But they have a new Muppet or a new puppet, I guess, named Carly, mm-hmm. whose mother is an opioid addict. This is like this is their way of trying to like include everybody inclusiveness. Now p- many people are getting kind of feeling kind of frustrated because for for like for a little backstory about opioids, it's, it's, as of right now we're in an opioid epidemic. Yeah, and the main people who are affected by the opioid epidemic are upper level like or not upper level mid class like Caucasian people, okay, white people. Back in the eighties and nineties, there was a crack epidemic. Sure, where the main people involved in that were black people. Yeah, and that kind of that epidemic was kind of like shamed upon. Like people were like making, you know, mm-hmm. it just was, you know. But the opioid epidemic is getting a lot of support. Of course, it is a lot of funding, a lot of representation. Mm-hmm. And so, would the would Sesame Street have ever done a crackhead added? Um, <laughs> I mean, didn't they with the Cookie Monster? Is he a, basically a crackhead for cookies? Um, no. So okay, um, <laughs> that's yes, not good enough. Yes and no. <laughs> but uh, anyways, it's just kind of interesting how they how things you know. I seem mean, to come about times change but you know i i i understand yeah you know like why now and you know but we know why so like <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. why are we debating this like it's obvious and blatant so but yeah. if you were a parent though would you even care if your child watching the show when when the, um one of the puppets had an opioid crackhead mother <laughs> um i don't know i guess not but i like i said I, i've never seen sesame street really so ever like, in your life no Oh wow! Um, I mean, I know about it obviously, but like I've never sat down and watched the episode of Sesame Street, so like I don't know what goes on in that show. Wow! Uh, speaking of that, have you have you seen the SNL skit of uh, the guy from Stranger Things? What's his name? Uh, Harbor David Harbor. Yeah, doing the uh, Joker. Uh, I didn't, but I heard a lot about it. It was so funny. I retweeted it on Twitter. You check it out. Uh, you probably won't. Okay, um, Elizabeth Olsen, <laughs> Scarlet Witch, auditioned to be Daenerys Targaryen. Isn't that, isn't that oh, random? Oh, wow, really? Yeah, isn't that random? That is random. Uh, I was about to say something so toxic. But uh, what were you about to say? Nothing. I'm not going to say it, obviously. But yeah, that's, I mean. We'll talk off know, the air. I'm glad she didn't get it. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. We bring it up Game of Thrones and Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, 
a lot of times when when there's not an episode of a podcast we're listening to, I'll search who I want, who I feel like hearing from. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I searched Amelia Clark and happened to listen to a, a podcast interview she did, um, maybe a year before season eight premiered. Uh, she talked about a lot of great stuff in there, um, and w- one of the things she mentioned was. Uh, somebody who was auditioning for Daenerys at the same time she was and how she got the part and how she didn't even look at the other girl because like it could have it could have been Liz Bolson I don't know not fine. oh really but yeah um, yeah that'd be yeah that's interesting man interesting stuff um, yeah interesting just a little you know yeah. every now and then I throw in a little factoid <laughs> movie news updates and factoids mm-hmm. let's think about that uh, no Tom Holland <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal Gyllenhaal I never know how to pronounce his last name just like I don't, Apparently, I don't know how to pronounce uh, Rian or Ryan Johnson. It's super simple, actually. No, it's not. Okay, um, then Gyllenhaal is simple. Gyllenhaal. Didn't know <laughs> about the Nick Fury twist in Far From Home until it came out, they said. Yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, they weren't in it. I yeah. mean, Marvel's so secret about everything, so, like, they probably filmed that scene on a closed lot, and, like, yeah. you know, they put it in at the end. Yeah, but I just wonder if, like, Tom Holland and, like, Jake Gyllenhaal. 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 <laughs> Ever like look like you know in the movie like if you go back and watch it Nick Fury is doing things that he wouldn't typically do like he knows everything right sure in the movie he's kind of clueless about certain things I wonder if they kind of picked up on that on set like why is he acting kind of like why why does he know where Thor is like I, I just wonder if they like as fans of Marvel if they even are <laughs> if they picked up on like why is Nick Fury acting kind of different but who knows uh, I'm sure they were busy doing their leading roles in the film so maybe they just didn't give a fuck about that all right um Taron Egerton. The guy who plays Kingsman. stars in Kingsman. Yeah. He confirms that a script exists for Kingsman 3. Which is so weird because, like, I don't know what's, what, what's happening with these films. Because there, there's The King. The King's Man. Yeah. Coming which, out. The a, which is a prequel. Yeah. Uh, which this was supposed to be Kingsman 3. 3. Yeah. So I'm just like, what? But okay, so now now they are doing Kingsman 3, so great. No, no, he didn't uh, say they're doing it. He just said the script exists. Oh, the script like, exists. Has been, has been picked up. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, hopefully they do it. I mean, th- those movies are so enjoyable. Yeah, uh, they really are. You know, they're a good, good, uh, you know, film. I guess it'll be a trilogy now, but yeah. Um, are you, are pa- you here for the prequel coming out? No, I'm going to, I was just going to say, I'm oh, going to okay. pass on that. I have no interest in that. Uh, I saw the trailer when I went to see probably Joker. Joker. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I have no interest in that, but, uh, uh, Taron, yeah, I'm going to, going to see anything he's in. I, re- I really like, I really like him. He's a, he's a yeah. really good actor. I like him too. Like, remember Robin Hood came out last year? Yeah. Absolutely fucking horrible. But, <laughs> But he, but I thought I thought he did a I thought I thought he did a great job of just like at least holding that shit together. Like, okay. Oh uh, yeah, uh, man. Um, Hold on, bro. What you mean? Jamie Foxx is in that. So Jamie Foxx was had a laughable performance in that movie. I don't even want to talk about that shit. Jeez. Um, Mark Ruffalo told Chris Hemsworth that he thought that they were ruining their character's portrayal in Thor Ragnarok. This was so interesting to me. I can definitely see how you would think that. Though. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. like, yeah. Look, listen, like the first time I saw it, I was like, "What is this shit?" Like, this is Guardians of the Galaxy de- yeah. Volume Two, Part departure, Two. Yeah. Like, I was, I, I wasn't on board the first time I saw this movie, and then it made a billion dollars, and I was just like, "Okay, so maybe clearly I'm missing something." <laughs> yeah. Like somebody, like th- there's an audience for it. Me. Um. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mind you, we see it five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I but um. Three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back. Back in those days, when when I was having to pay for every single thing yeah. at the movies, I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I, 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 I'm not. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I, I had to wait for it to come out on Netflix, and yeah. you know, I I enjoyed it a lot more when I saw it on Netflix the, the second time. But mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't get it. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't want this. I don't like it. But yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I totally understand where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, I do too. To be honest, huge chance by Taika Waititi. Hell yeah, it was he, he rolled the dice? And he, he got it right, but. uh <laughs> Yeah, like both of their characters just went in two totally different directions than when they've been in. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, moving on. Venom director says oh that everything leading up 
everything that we have is leading up to a Venom versus Spider-Man face-off. Tom Holland. Tom Spider-Man. Holland Spider-Man to be yeah. Pacific. Specific. Yeah. So he wants Tom Hardy and Tom Holland to fight. He says it's kind of inevitable. How do you feel about this? Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. And it's and uh, really it's because of continuity. Mm-hmm. I I just don't know how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I mean, this this is just an assumption, but you know, the Doctor Strange's multiverse is going to have an impact on this. Where, it has to. But like, even then, it's kind of like a I don't want to say a cheesy way because it's comic books. Like that's that's what happens. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I don't care about Tom Hardy's villain. I mean, Venom enough to have him in the MCU and then have his films get a rub off the MCU like y'all make these standalone films on purpose mm-hmm. so y'all are gonna like y- y- y'all shouldn't reap the benefits of you know Tom Holland coming over and making sure people go see your film too but Vim did pretty good at the box office also yeah but it didn't make a billion dollars it did really uh, good actually but you know this is this is probably the deal that uh, Disney and uh, Sony made mm-hmm. part of the deal yeah, like probably, hey yeah. you know probably, yeah. you can have them back but uh <laughs> He's gonna like. Yeah, I think yeah. he said that. Yeah. It's gonna be a bit of two. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Julian, Wait, I hear. What for are your thoughts on the Venom Spider-Man crossover? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I want to see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like super excited for it, but I mean, I just want to see how they would clash. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, but this, just as a fan of Spider-Man, like I, we, we haven't seen the proper him versus Venom fight. Like, I disagree, but okay. Don't you dare Spider-Man say Spider-Man three. three. <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you do it. Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Um, James Gunn says the Suicide Squad is the most fun movie uh, that's his quote he's ever directed Th- this actually gets me really excited from yeah, the same guy who made Scooby-Doo and Guardians of the Galaxy did you say Scooby-Doo and that, Guardians of the Galaxy classic. that's a classic okay anyway so, <laughs> hold on time out have, no, you, have, you, have you seen the, the Scooby-Doo live action movie times. classic no sir <laughs> sorry I love that movie okay I'm biased but anyway yeah, okay. uh, anyway <laughs> go ahead this is to me. This, this is nothing but a shot at Marvel because they fired Ooh, his ass. I, I think so too a little bit. Like, I, think, it, I think so too a little bit. Because like, there's no way he had more fun doing this than <laughs> Guardians of the you Galaxy. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. They're yes, both ragtag teams of people. You can definitely have Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the greatest movies ever made. Oh, okay. ever. Jump the gun on that one. So, um, you know. The jury's out in Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad, excuse me. So you know, maybe it'll be just as good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it is. I mean, I don't want to go see a terrible movie. So like, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll be there opening night, and then I'll, uh, you know, make my judgment then. All right. Uh, speaking of DC, Matt Reeves was not playing when he said he wanted a person of color to play Catwoman. Yeah. Because uh, dude went out and got Zoe Kravitz. Um. Yeah. How you feel about that? Uh, man, I don't know. Do you see her embodying the role of Catwoman? I kind of don't. I think I think she has the look for it. Like yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, like she, she's very yeah. beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and I think she can pull out the sexiness of it. But like, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I have such conflicted feelings about this. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happy. Like she, she, she's a black actress. I'm happy that she, she's getting roles. Uh, but again, this, this kind of goes back to the like, you know, maybe we should just make new and original content. Uh, but then again, like it's Catwoman. Like, do I really give a fuck? Um, <laughs> but then again, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what to say. Like, I'm, I'm happy that she got the role, I guess. But yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully she kills it, so nobody can say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, interesting too because uh, she said like things came full circle for her because she said she was once deemed too urban, yeah, 
for the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and for Nolan's Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, uh, that's their choice. Like they don't have to cast you because you're black. I like agree. what? <laughs> like, I definitely. Agree. I mean, sure, use that. Use that as motivation. Okay, mm-hmm. but I don't know about saying it publicly. Exactly. But yeah. Whatever you know. I mean, whatever floats your boat. I mean, I guess if they hurt your feelings, then sure. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. They do not have to cast you. Yeah, but I have a, I have a hot take about Christopher Nolan. I don't think he's the most uh, inclusive person ever. <laughs> but no, but his new film does star John David Washington. So I could be wrong, whatever. Um, and uh, speaking of more Batman news, Jonah Hill parts ways with the role. Good. He was in talks for being either the Riddler or uh, Penguin. Yeah. And they wouldn't throw him the 10 mil he wanted. Yep. So he said, all right, bye. I mean,. I get where he's coming. I I, I kind of get where you want to, you know, you kind of valuing your own self worth. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of like the whole thing with like NBA players wanting more when they get a contract. Like, hey, I think I deserve more. Sure. And bargaining bargaining for yourself. But uh, come on, bro. Like, why would you? Why would you get more than Batman? Like you're Jonah Hill. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, I mean, I was, you're Jonah Hill. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Go like, ahead. listen, bro. Like, you know, uh, I, I I think we talked about this last time, but you know, if if the only reason you're doing the film is because of the dollar signs, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Exactly. Like, listen, like th- this is Batman. I don't fucking play about <laughs> Batman. Okay. So like, yeah. don't come in here trying to ah, like I, I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see none of that bullshit. Okay. Like, just like, nah. I'm I'm glad I'm glad he's gone. Uh, yeah. because I don't I don't want the attitude. I don't want the divaness. Mm-hmm. If if they would have gave him nine, he'd like ah, I'll do it. No. Yeah. Like, um, I'm glad he's gone. Get somebody else. Yeah, and also I'm kind of glad too because apparently they wanted to, to do a tandem where if Jonah Hill was cast as either the Riddler or Penguin, then they would bring in Seth Rogen as the other character. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm like, so are yeah. you turning this into like a meta kind of? Yeah, no, like, it would have been know, way too funny. I'm so glad that they didn't do this. Yeah, I'm like, like, no. And I thought the whole thing about Matt Reeves was he's going dark. I'm like, I don't know, why are you casting <laughs> Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen? Uh, anyway, um, and you know what I. I think I think Seth Rogen ha- ha- has more of a name value than Jonah Hill, like and Robert Pattinson. Like, if, if Seth Rogen would have asked for ten, give that nigga ten million. Like, that's Seth Rogen. Like, he's th- this dude is, is responsible for so much comedy in, in my life personally. But like, Jonah Hill. Like, I mean, I put some respect on Jonah Hill. He's been a part of a lot of. Yeah, you know. he can get five. <laughs> okay, ten. Okay. Come on, bro. Uh, Jeremy Renner's ex-wife. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> claims that uh, he pulled out a gun. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye, I'm sorry, Hawkeye fame, Ronan. Um, his wife, ex-wife, claims that he pulled out a gun, put it in her mouth, and threatened to kill her. This is Hawkeye. No, stop. (laughs) This is one of those things where we can't overreact to headlines because we don't know what's fact and what's not. And just because, like, I'm serious. Like, women, women and men say this about each other spouses when the other is more successful and they're doing better and they're they're out to ruin their career like like it, it's happened so there could be absolutely nothing to this which i hope there is if it's true then he's gotta go but like no you know no he ha- bro no if, if he's threatening to look look he's, he's after all the shit it's I called read, method acting he's ronin no bro stop listen if it's true he's gotta go no but if it's if it's not true and there's absolutely nothing to it then, then like okay. Hawkeye stays. Wow. Hawkeye stays. Let him kill his Hawkeye wife. Hawkeye yeah, stays. You got to calm down, buddy. He, he's true to character. I don't care. Uh, moving on. Deadpool three writers come out. Okay, I think you. I think you're gonna really appreciate this news. Deadpool three writers come out and say that the film will be rated rated R, and they hope that Disney will let them play in the MCU a little bit. So, 
I guess they've come to a decision. Like, hey, it's going to be rated R. We're sticking to our guns. No pun intended. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Man, this is the only way the movie should be made, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not going to act like I was the biggest Deadpool fan before these films came out because I absolutely wasn't. Yeah. But um, after being with the character for as long as I have now, um, I don't want to see him in any other iteration besides the one that he works in. So, I'm happy about this. Yeah, this is great news. Ryan Reynolds went to Disney. Yeah. Um, he was like, look, bitches. And I was fine. So, yeah, this is great. Hiya, Disney. Yeah. Okay. That's my oh, was good. keep going. That was <laughs> great. <laughs> that was good. No, don't, don't gas me. Um, <laughs> Logan director James Mangold. Mangold. Mangold? Sure. Wants to make a Logan sequel focusing on X-23. Are you here I saw this? that. Hell yeah. Yeah, me too. She was fantastic. Well, if they cast the same actress, the little girl. They have to. I guess she'd be older now. But yeah, like she was amazing in that yeah. movie. So yeah, I would love this. Um, the only as, problem though is what's the continuity because Disney just brought Marvel. I mean, Disney just brought Fox. Fox yeah. And that would have to be a whole separate universe. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, as as long as they don't try to do anything crazy like bring Wolverine back um, because, you know, their, their story's kind of intertwined. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm absolutely here for this. Uh, I hope they do make it and I hope that they get the same person back and she kills it because she was awesome in Logan. What if Strange plucks her from that universe and puts her in the MCU? They might be, bro, like they, listen, this, this DC Christ on Infinite Earth shit, like they're bringing back like uh, Constantine from like the 2004 series. Oh, really? Okay. Birds of Prey from like the 2002 series, like Smallville, uh, uh, like they're bringing in the, the Titans, like they're trying to do something crazy right now mm-hmm. and i think marvel was like oh y- y'all want to play <laughs> so like you know like I, <laughs> nicholas cage bitch you might be right you might be like, we might see a ghost rider nicholas cage like, we might see uh charlie cox back as daredevil oh, john bernthal charlie please cox. ben affleck sir no charlie from oh, netflix, oh, from netflix. Okay, yeah okay. uh ben affleck can't do because he's no Ben Affleck uh, but yeah um, yeah, we might see John Berthold back as Punisher like it, it, it might get crazy in here in this multiverse so mm-hmm. yeah it'll be interesting um, John Krasinski oh. oh oh nah he's got a thinking face y'all nah I, I was thinking <laughs> what, like what does that mean what? what if they intertwine the two like, so you know there's the X-Men universe obviously mm-hmm. the two there's two X-Men universes I guess so what if they How's intertwine those the old one and the new one it's still the same in their continuity, it's the same universe. I no, know it's not. Uh, so, like, in the... It literally is the same universe, but keep going now. Anyway, so, like, what, what if they bridge those two in the multiverse and then bring in uh, uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? He's not coming back, bro. <laughs> yes, he I'm, is. I'm sorry. He, he is going to be in the Avengers, bro. He's not coming back. Look, he's going to do it. He's not coming back. I'm calling it right now. Julian, 2019. What, what What's the date? October 17, 2019. He is going to play Wolverine at least one more time, and it will be with the Avengers. All right. Hot take for sure. Uh, John Krasinski, um, Jim from The Office, is teaming up with Ryan Reynolds for a fantasy-slash-comedy titled Imaginary Friends in which John will write, direct, produce, and star in the movie. Jesus. Um, Give me this. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, uh, this has a chance to be either really good or, like, super cheesy and terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, like everything else, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Movie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love both these guys, uh, especially when Ryan Reynolds actually does like comedy and he's not trying to be like serious in comedy. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this, this has the chance to be really interesting. I, I'm kind of excited for this. Yeah, me too. Um, and John, you know, proved his, uh, his, uh, skills behind the camera with, um, quiet place. So definitely I'm excited to see what he has going on forward. Kevin Feige, 
This is, motherfucker. <laughs> this, this motherfucking Thanos says. <laughs> um, okay, Kevin Feige is now the head of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> no, right? Marvel TV and Marvel Publishing. Come on, bro. This dude, he has complete creative control. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what that means is, like, it, it doesn't it doesn't go past him. <laughs> like, that's what it means. Like, unless he approves yeah. it, it's not happening. Yeah. that That's ridiculous. This guy... Like fine, I'll do it myself. I mean, like just just think, like in in two thousand eight when they lost Iron Man, like my god, like this, this dude is literally trying to take over the fucking world. Like holy crap, um, Star Wars is next. <laughs> it slick like, is. Um, nobody sees it coming, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This is this is crazy, man. It is uh, crazy. And the most interesting thing to me out of these three actually is the Marvel publishing deal because that means this dude has control over the fucking comics. Yeah, so that means he can tie in. I mean, he can make. The comics align with the movies. Yes. And, you know, give them same kind of costumes and, like, that. Like, that's kind of, that's dope, but, like, it's like reaching, like, a singularity. Like, Jesus Christ, this dude is, like... There's only going to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's the end and the beginning. Like, he's the, he's the end and the beginning. He's the Alpha and the Omega when it comes to Marvel. Like, yeah, that publishing deal came out of nowhere. I'm like, wow. Like, the Marvel TV, I kind of kind of expected that would come eventually. But like, the publishing, I'm like, you giving this dude control over the comics, too? That's fucking crazy. Everything. I mean, so, like... Any any new Disney Plus series that'll have you know um, Spider Man or X Men or anything like that, like that's gonna be Kevin Feige. Like he's gonna yeah. be behind it, like all that now. So man, I'm excited. Like this, this is great. Like hopefully we get some more great content. Yeah, man. Disney Plus. Woo. Yeah. Just wait on it. Um, AMC is the newest entry into the streaming wars. This is ridiculous to me. Like <laughs> yeah. who the fuck? Night. But like AMC, like what? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a loyalist. <laughs> Mine got that stuff, man. AMC for life. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you're never gonna use this. So like, I'm not. I yeah, <laughs> this literally doesn't matter. I just thought it was funny. Like, who do they think they are? Yeah. Um, Matrix Four, man. They've this casting <sighs> thing updated seems like daily. Um, they really trying to get an ensemble here. Um, new you know additions to the cast include the Black Panther guy. <sighs> yeah, yeah, whatever. As a name. lead role. Yeah, leading role. The girl from Iron Fist, uh, her actress name is Jessica Henwick. Are you familiar with her? I didn't watch Iron Fist. You know she is? Yeah, I watched her in Iron Fist. How was she in Iron she Fist? She was uh, she was okay. Was she serviceable? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, she can act. Which yes. role did she play? She was like uh, his best friend slash... Love interest? Yeah. Okay. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, that one threw me all the fuck off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, go off. And uh, Jada Pinkett may return. Yeah. As a... Uh, Naomi, I think her name was in the film. Yeah, so this is man. I, I don't know where, where the movie's going uh, at this point. <laughs> yeah, me like I'm, I'm kind of getting worried. Um, you know, obviously they've already announced that you know Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss is going to return. I don't know if I've heard anything about Lawrence Fishburne yet. Yeah, but uh, this is like huge ensembles right now. Yeah, but I think they they announced somebody else as being the one, right? Uh, well, I think the girl, the girl, the girl from Iron Fist. They said she might be like the Neo type character. Yeah, like so the one. Um, so what's Neo gonna do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, because there's, there's there can only be one, the one, the new Morpheus. I'm not here for that. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we we'll see, man. We, we shall see. Uh, ho- hopefully, this doesn't turn into a you know a a, a girl power Matrix Four like you know uh, she's the new the one type thing. Uh, but we'll see. All right, man. Um, Would you be here for that, money? I'm just I'm here for the Matrix to come back just to return because uh kind of ended on a sour note. So, I mean, I think it's, you know, a lot of cool ideas within that. 
storylines. So sure, whatever. I don't care what they do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow sequel. Have you ever seen Edge of Tomorrow? Uh, I have Tom Cruise. I haven't, but I heard it was really good. Yes. What, what is it about again? So is that the like? It's like a uh, disaster movie. No. Like a natural disaster? Oh. Not at all. So um, these aliens come down, and these aliens, and they're fighting like these big. They, they're like these people have like these mech. What it's called like mechas in anime? What are they call megazords? No mechas, like the robots that you control. Yeah, mechas. Yes. Okay. So they, <laughs> so they have these mechas, and they're fighting the aliens or whatever. And then Tom Cruise hits this one alien, and kind of gives him the power like to go back in time like a day, and he has to figure out how to just kill the aliens because they keep like winning against the humans. Okay. And so he has to like. Live, die, repeat. Like he has to kind of like butterfly effect. No, he has to kind of like repeat the same day over and over again because he keeps dying. Happy until, death day until he wins. The alien, yeah, until he like beats the aliens. Groundhog day. Whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a cool concept. Um, ah. I saw it a long time ago when it first came out. Um. Anyway, there's the fans have really wanted a sequel because they had like really fan, I guess, uh, reception or whatever. So Edge of Tomorrow sequel coming with Tom Hardy and Emily Blunt returning and reprising their roles. Uh, it starts filming apparently after the two Mission Impossible films are finished that are being filmed right now. There's so. two being filmed? Yeah, I told you that. Remember, they're both going to have the girl from uh, Captain America. What's the name? Uh, oh, Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. Okay. H- Haley Atwell. Peggy Sue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Haley Atwell. Yeah. Call back. Um, yeah, uh, I don't care about this. Okay, you don't care? <laughs> no, not at all. If it comes out, are you, you going to go back and watch it just tomorrow part one just to kind of get caught up or not really? No. I actually, now that you brought it up, I remember seeing the uh, trailer for that yeah. in theaters and I was like, I have no interest in this. It's interesting. I think, I think you'd appreciate it. It's interesting. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's not going to watch. Last nope. bit of news I'm giving today is Office fans. We have something... Very cool for you guys. Well, not we, but... About to say we do? <laughs> uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, who play the, the uh, roles of um, Pam and Angela on the show, have a new Office podcast that Julian actually put me on to uh, yesterday called Office Ladies. I watched, I listened to the whole thing. It's an amazing podcast for real Office fans. It kind of gives you a, a step-by-step, you know, they delve into each episode of the series. Like, they're going to go by, right? Yeah, they're going to go through yeah. each episode. And they kind of give you, like, behind-the-scenes tidbits and things of that nature. It was really interesting, really immersive. How do you feel? I mean... Obviously yeah, like it, yeah, no, I mean, I loved it, man. Um, you know, kind of like you, like after the yeah. first ten or fifteen minutes, like I literally paused it. I was oh. like, "Y'all need to listen to this." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was just some great stuff. Uh, you know, you you learn, you learn like like the thing they talk uh, talking about Packer, how like dude oh, yeah. wasn't even it, in it, wasn't even him. Yeah. Um, the same thing with Meredith, like she wasn't in the the pilot. Yeah. Like what? Like <laughs> the whole thing about Phyllis was really interesting too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fucking Phyllis used to be a casting associate. Yeah, I'm just like holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, it's just a lot of interesting little stuff like that. Um, I actually wrote in a question, so hopefully they'll uh, say my question <laughs> on the show. Which Ooh. question did you ask? You'll see. Okay. Will we? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Will we? <laughs> So, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know they 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 have like a lot of energy. I mean, you could tell that they genuinely like each other. Um, it it did sound like they were kind of reading from a script oh, like, yeah. at times. Yeah, definitely. But uh, it, it's their first episode, so yeah. like you know, I'm sure after a few months, it'll be a lot more fluid, and they'll be able still to better just, than ours. That's a big following. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. If if you're a fan of the Office, guys, I highly recommend it, the Office Ladies podcast. You can listen to it on any podcasting platform, um, and they have a Twitter page. Follow them on Twitter at the Office Ladies. Look at us, guys, plugging other podcasts. See, we aren't selfish at all. Or toxic. Yeah. We're not either of those, are we? Uh, I'm not. Are you? No. Okay, then we're not. All, all right. right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Jenna Fisher. I love you. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Current Era Pod. I really hope you enjoyed all the information that we provided for you. 
Um, and I do mean it, guys. The Office Ladies podcast is so fantastic um, with Angela Kinsey and, uh, wow, why am I blanking on Pam's name? Jenna Fisher, sorry. So, yeah, um, I suck at remembering names today. I'm just really trash. Sorry. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you again for listening. Um, subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts and any, or I guess, wherever you get your podcasts. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Leave me that five-star review. It'll really help. And since today is Friday, guys, that means I will see you on Monday. Thank you so much.